We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ten oh seven in downtown St. Louis. You're listening to KMOX at your service on a Monday night. My name is George Sells, sitting in with you for another hour, sitting in for the St. Louis Cardinals that are taking the day off today. Hope they're getting good rest. We can start anew tomorrow with our uh, run toward the playoffs. Hopefully we'll get there. Phone lines are open, 314-436-7900. Again, that's 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120 if you're a little farther out. And if you would rather talk with your thumbs, you can catch me on Twitter, at George Sells is my handle there, and you can drop me a note that way if you like. Coming up later on in the hour, a couple of things. These are some pretty major things going on. First of all, Are you confused now about when you have to wear a mask and when you don't have to wear a mask? Because it's different almost from business to business. Are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Or have you been vaccinated for long enough? The rules are this here. The rules are that there. Want to hear from you on this topic. We're going to get into this uh, probably about a quarter after. I want to hear from you on mask confusion. You've heard of mass confusion. Now we have mask confusion or mask mask confusion. I want to say that five times fast. You can give us a call at 314-436-7900. Also coming up, I'm going to need your help in a bad way. I'm going to Disney World. Yes, I'm taking the plunge. I am going to Disney World with my wife and my children. My kids are a little bit older, so they'll be able to fend for themselves a little bit more, which will be nice. And I'm looking forward to the trip. I, I I'm not fearing it or anything, but we're going to be taking this trip and I need to know from you, what are the great tricks? What are the things that the savvy Disney world attendee knows that will make my life easier when I am in the midst of chaos in Florida coming up here in a few days. So I am asking for your assistance on that front. Once again, 314-436-7900. And you can catch me at George Sells on Twitter. We'll be talking about that later in the hour. We also are going to have the Disney expert from Brentwood Travel joining us to kind of help us out with some of that. But we're going to start With everybody's favorite thing, free money, or at least sort of free money. It's going to require some looking around and nosing around. There's a scavenger hunt going on around St. Louis. There's going to be going going on around St. Louis that has a $10,000 grand prize that's being put on by the Wildlife Command Center. It is the extraordinary St. Louis 
Cash Quest. And Michael Barron is joining us now to tell us all about it. Michael, thank you for joining us tonight on KMOX. Hey, George. I tell you what, here's my first tip. $10,000. would make Disney easier. <laughs> you find $10,000 and Disney World will be amazing. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, listen, let's start off and uh, tell, me, t- tell me what's going on. What do people need to know about the Cash Quest? I know you've done a couple of these before. What do folks need to know? So the first thing you need to know is, one, have a lot of fun. Two, get your family out there. You've got until June the 15th to register as a team. You go to the website, uh, WCC, uh, www.buywcc.com, and the contest is there, and the registration forms are there so that people can get out there, register your family. Like, take your family out and have some fun. That's the whole point of this. And so this is basically a, a, a scavenger hunt with a, with a real good prize at the end, right? Can I correct that real quick? Okay, please do. So there's a difference between a scavenger hunt and a treasure hunt. This is a $10,000 treasure hunt. The difference being scavenger hunt, you might want to or you might need to take a picture of the penguin on 4th Street. Well, everybody can take a picture of the penguin on 4th Street. But with a treasure hunt, you have to find a treasure box that you will find if you're good with the clues and you will pick it up and it is yours. The treasure box is yours and guaranteed $100 bill is yours. Now, if a team or an individual finds 10 of these treasure boxes, there's 12 out there hidden. If you find 10 of them, then you qualify to win the $10,000 grand prize. So that's the difference between a scavenger hunt and a treasure hunt. I stand corrected, sir. (laughs) Can you give me some ideas of how how does it work? Going through the process and the clues, give me an example of what it could look like, but obviously not giving, you're obviously not going to give away any of the the hiding places for the hunt itself, but run me through some examples. What, What could this look like? Hey, well, first off, I got to tell you that security is tight. I am the only person out of my whole team that knows exactly where each box is hidden. So what will happen is that on July the 1st at 10 a.m., YouTube is going to automatically drop 12 videos, and those videos will contain the clues that will lead you right up to the cash box. And look, this is how easy I made it. So what I did is I went out there and I found these unique hiding spots, which are in city parks, county parks, and state parks, public accessible land. Please do not trespass, all right? You don't need to. But I hid the box, and then I took a GoPro, and I traced my steps all the way back to the front of the park entry, and that's going to be in the video. So how easy can that be? I see. Like so it'll be at a very high speed, I'm assuming. No, it's not. It's not a high speed. Um, some of the videos are 18 minutes long. Okay. But don't try to fast forward, because if you do, you're going to miss embedded clues. Like clues can be anywhere. Like, like for instance, when you're reading a treasure map, it's a one-dimensional flat piece of paper with an X marks here and some lines drawn from here to here. And it might say 12 paces 
due east, okay? But the great thing with video and YouTube is there's places I can hide clues everywhere. Nice. All over the place. Now, I think that the really savvy treasure hunters, you know, we've, we've got already, we've, we already have 25 teams signed up that are, that are going out as teams. The, the savvy treasure hunters and those people that might consider themselves pretty good treasure hunters, they're going to be looking for the unusual and the extraordinary things that some people might just overlook. Okay. You know? So they're gonna have to be. They're gonna have, the to be they're gonna have to be on point. Tell me very quickly. Tell me a little bit about the Wildlife Command Center. Well, the Wildlife Command Center is an organization right here in the St. Louis area that rescues people every day from wild animals. That's what we do. That's our mission. That's our passion. We try to make it a win-win situation. Give the homeowner their home back. Take Mister Squirrel out to Mr. Squirrel's wooded forest, 22 miles away across the river, guarantee it won't come back to your property. And he can be his little squirrely self out in the wood woods. <laughs> so basically get rid of him. That is definitely a plus. There's a lot of people well, get to if, deal with that. If needed be. And we do more mundane things. You know, we, we do some black rat snakes. You wake up in the middle of the night, there's a black rat snake in your toilet. And you don't want it there. We'll I actually have a, take care of that. I have a friend that had that happen to them. <laughs> I actually had an what? owl in Were my house last. Out? I had an owl in my house last spring. So, <laughs> oh, all wait sorts a of. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to tell this story real quick. Oh, uh, time. Uh, I'll be That's very fast. It, it, very quickly. Yeah, he apparently was chasing a critter down the chimney, and he flew down there, uh-huh. and he got into the house, and he was flying around in my living room, and. I was fortunate. Oh my that, I was fortunate uh, that some folks uh, from Rattler Pest Control, who used to work for the uh, the uh, the bird the bird, uh, I'm going blank on it now. World Bird Sanctuary. World Bird Sanctuary. Thank you very much. Uh, they came out and helped us out, so we uh, we got through that okay. Right. Well, we're up against the break here, though. But Michael Barron is putting this whole thing on. Thank you for joining us, Michael. It is from the Wildlife Command Center, the Great St. Louis Cash Quest. And if you want to find the uh, website, go onto my Twitter page, at George Sells. I've got a link for you there. Michael, thank you for joining us. Thank you, George. I appreciate you. Have a good night. You too. KMOX News Time, 1016. All the news and all that matters to you. The voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Ten twenty one on a Monday evening. I'm George Sells, KMOX at your service on a Monday night. And the phone lines are open. Should tell you that. 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. If you're a little farther out, try 800-925-1120. And you can also hit me on Twitter at George Sells if you would like to communicate with your thumbs rather than with your voice. Want you to join the conversation and want you to talk with us right now about the confusion around masks. It's been a blessing and a curse, hasn't it? I mean, people start getting vaccinated and the numbers go up and up. And first, you know, you only knew a few people that were vaccinated. And now it's like a lot of the people around you. I won't say most. I'm not going to pretend to know where your circle of friends stands on all these things or what they're doing. But. I'm finding in my world, most of the people that I am around have gotten the vaccine. Okay, so now 
that the CDC has said you can go maskless as long as you're vaccinated. We've seen the rules shift on us again. We finally got used to having to wear a mask everywhere. Well, now the rules have changed again. Like if you walk into the local schnooks uh, or fresh time, for example, they, they now say on their signs, if you're not vaccinated, please wear a mask. If you are vaccinated, come as you are. Okay, now it's a little confusing. So you walk in, and and then it's sort of weird because you look. You walk in without a mask. The first time I walked into a grocery store without a mask in more than a year was about ten days ago, and I had actually just forgotten the thing, to be honest with you. But I had just been at an outdoor party where everybody was vaccinated, so it was all good. Didn't have a mask on there, and I walk into the store, and I'm about halfway in when I suddenly realized, oh, wait, I'm not wearing a mask. Then I looked around. Okay, that guy's not wearing a mask. Neither is that woman there. That person is. They are. All the employees are. There's two more who aren't. Okay. So now it's kind of shifted to not just what the rules are, but kind of reading the room maybe. I don't know. Everybody's different on this. My personal feeling is if a business is asking me to wear a mask, I will wear a mask. I'm going to get on an airplane later in the week and I will wear a mask because that's part of the policy for the airlines still. Uh, But the CDC guidance is if you're asked to wear a mask by the place you're going to patronize that you wear it. Now, inevitably, some people are not going to want to. And it, the whole thing is just strange because it's like, you know, now you don't know who's what, you know, you, you can assume that if they're not wearing a mask, then they're vaccinated. But what if they're not? And is that more their problem than your problem? So it's the, it's this constant, you know, sort of overlap between manners, between rules, between recommendations, and then uh, for good measure, throw in a little confusion just to, just to make sure it all adds up. On Twitter, at George Sells, Patrick Quinn chimes in. I'm fully vaxxed. I travel for work. I wear a mask when it's required. My wife is vaxxed. Son is 12 and just got his first vaccine shot today. So they've all gone through the process and Patrick's traveling for work. Yeah, that's a, that's another element altogether. If it's airplane travel, then yeah, you've got to wear something. And if it's or a bus or train, same thing. But if he's driving his car around, then he doesn't need to wear one in the car. Obviously, if he's by himself. So now you get into, and I, I think the key thing what he's talking about is I wear a mask when it's required. Now here's my thing with that. The guy I don't want to be, and I don't think you want to be this guy or this gal either, folks. You don't want to be that person who walks into a business that still has people wearing masks, that is still making that request, and some poor employee has to say something if you don't have one on. And it might be a teenage kid, might be a kid same age as your kid, and or if it's not that, it might be, you know, might be someone your own age, just, you know, that they're working for a living and that's where they work. And their job, part of their job is to tell you, you need to have a mask on. You don't want to be that person that raises the ruckus with this poor slob who is just following orders and doing his job or doing her job. Don't be that guy. Nobody wants to be that guy. Nobody likes that guy. 
If you think somebody likes that guy, I want to give you some information right now. You can write this down, that at 1026 on a Monday night, you heard on KMOX that nobody likes that guy. And so I guess the point of all this, and if there's a point to it beyond it's just an interesting observation, and I think it's something that we're all dealing with, the point to be made here is we are now in this spot where, thank God, we have the option to be vaccinated. It's a huge step in the direction of getting back to some semblance of normalcy. I mean, good Lord, we can finally just go out to dinner or go to the store or whatever and not have to worry about, oops, I left my mask in my car. We can just go. We're almost there. But right now there's going to be this overlap period. And while that exists, read the sign on the wall or the sign on the door. Go with it. That, that'd be my suggestion anyway. There are probably people out there who disagree with me, but again, don't be that guy. KMOX News Time is 1027. And I'm George Sells, back with you on another Monday night at your service here on KMOX. The Cardinals are off tonight. Don't worry, you didn't miss anything. But what you can learn right now is something that is going to be in a lot of people's future this summer, and that's a trip to Disney. What are the tricks? What are the secrets? I, I can tell you myself that I am leaving this week to go to Disney World for the first time. I booked the trip, and I have no idea what I was doing. So God only knows what kind of mistakes I have made, what kind of pitfalls await me. I'm going to try to find out right now, though. On the line, we've got Ashley Curry. She is the Disney expert from Brentwood Travel. Ashley, thanks for joining us tonight. Hi, thank you. Well, tell me, what have I done wrong? And I most likely have done almost everything wrong, but what are the first things that you tell people when they start embarking on one of these trips? The biggest piece of advice that I can give is give yourself enough time. So many of my travelers think they can do it in two or three days. The Disney parks are massive in size. I recommend at least five to seven nights if you can swing it. Four is a good minimum. Okay, so I'm doing three, so I've already made mistake number one there. <laughs> and, you know, what's driving me nuts is I go on the, the websites and there's all these people giving all of these different things about fast passes, which they don't have right now, by the way, because of COVID-19. Uh, and you have to make your dinner reservations like five years in advance and this and that. 180 uh, days, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what is, what sticks out at you as just the most difficult things about navigating a trip like this? Not getting used to the parks and reading and printing the park maps before you go. So many of my travelers think that the parks are going to be like a Six Flags or something local that they're used to. Um, These are not Six Flags theme parks. These are much, much more intricate and much larger. So the biggest mistake that I think my first timers make is that they don't treat each one of the Disney World's four parks as if they were individual units. They are. Okay, Um, so go on, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would say when you're looking at the maps of each of the parks, don't compare them. Magic Kingdom and Epcot are two completely different parks. Pretend that you're looking at the map for Magic Kingdom and it's the only park that ever existed. 
circle everything that you think your family might like, make note of some of the stuff that you got to have or you'll cry, would be nice if you have time, and eh, don't really need that list. Put that map away, pick up the map for Epcot, and do the exact same thing. It's the only park that ever existed. Make your list, move on to Animal Kingdom, move on to Hollywood Studios. Just don't compare them, or you do yourself a disservice. And... How much action are you getting right now? I would think your phone is ringing off the hook as people start to get more and more comfortable with the idea of getting out into the world as they get vaccinated. 100%. Yeah, a lot of my travelers are looking to go to Disney because it's a really great way to see all of the stuff that makes your heart happy from when you were a child if you're an adult, um, from what makes your child's eyes light up if they are still a child. I mean, it's it's definitely not a relaxing experience if you're doing it like most you know first-timers do. But um, I, I think we need the break. We need the magic, and, and Disney provides that. So what is your favorite thing? Tell, tell me your favorite thing. If, if I had to do one thing while I'm in Orlando on this venture, what would you say I should do? Oh, my gosh. If you are going to Disney, and well, my, my favorite thing personally are some of the shows. I think that the, the, sh- the shows and the performances get a bad rap because people think, oh, I'm going to do all of the roller coasters and all of the thrill things, and I'm, I'm not really going to sit and watch the shows because they're just shows. No, no, no. We have the Fox here. A lot of people in St. Louis like Broadway. Disney is known for their shows. They really like to entertain us. My favorite production is the Festival of the Lion King in the Animal Kingdom theme park. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It's a 45-minute production, so it feels like just a shortened version of what you get by going to the Fox. And it's included in your ticket. I'd highly recommend not missing any of the shows. All right. Well, Ashley Curry from Brentwood Travel, thank you for joining us tonight. A little bit of Disney expertise. So if you're planning on making that jaunt this summer with your kids, well, here's a place to start. Thanks so much, Ashley. Thank you. You guys have a good night. And now it's your turn, 314-436-7900. Who's the Disney expert out there? Give us a call real quick. I want to I want to hear from some of the folks out there who have been. Now that's Ashley was the expert. You know, she does a lot of the booking of the trips and stuff, but I want to hear from you soldiers on the ground. Those of you who have done the grind, gotten through there with the kids, maybe even some littler ones. Mine are a little older, as I said before, so that's kind of helpful as things go. But I would love to hear from some of those experts out there who have done this and you know, maybe found something that their family really enjoyed or something that saved them a, <laughs> saved them a bundle of time or a bundle of something. Uh, it's so funny, though, because did you know there are entire Facebook groups that are dedicated just to doing Disney? I mean, entire fa- with thousands and thousands of people, and they're sitting there and everything on these pages is telling you, okay, do this, don't do that, you know, go here. But the, and the hardest part, I'll be honest with you, is you hear two separate things. Uh, everybody told me, for example, oh yeah, buy the park hopper because you can buy this park hopper thing. So you're in one place, like you're at the Magic Kingdom, and you don't want to stay there all day, so you can go to the Wild, the Wild Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or something. And, but you have to pay extra to be able to do that, to switch parks. And so everybody's telling me, oh, God, you got to do that. And then I look on this one, I look online, I search it, and one of the tips is don't buy the park hopper. I have no idea. None. I'm at a complete loss. And then they usually have those fast pass things that you can pay extra so you can cut the line. 
Uh, Disney is not doing those right now because they have a bunch of COVID-19 restrictions, no shock. So you're back to figuring out what's normal now as, a, as opposed to what's going on. Uh, as opposed to what's going on. That was my, that was Siri. I don't know why she's talking to me. <laughs> you're having a lot of problems <laughs> with people who, you know, know, know what they're doing. I just got completely distracted there. But uh, so, yeah, the Fast Pass. Oh, that's right. They won't do that. But over at Universal Studios in Orlando, we're going to go by there, too, to check out Harry Potter. They are doing the Fast Pass cut the line thing. And here's another mistake I've already made. Haven't even left St. Louis. Mistake I've already made. I When I bought the tickets, I should have bought that cut the line thing, and I didn't do it. And now... I guess they do it sort of like the uh, kind of like they do the baseball tickets. You know how it always costs more to go to see the Cubs as opposed as opposed to like the Diamondbacks or something. I looked at the thing and they said, yeah, you can get those cut the line passes, and for the four of us, it'll only be an additional fourteen hundred dollars. I'll tell you what, uh, if anybody wants to buy a kidney, uh, I've I've gonna have one up for sale. I'll probably put it on eBay or something. So please reach out. Let me know if you if you want to purchase a kidney. I think I'm going to be selling mine so I can handle the uh, Disney costs because good lord, are there a lot of them? KMOX News Time is 10:42. Coming up in our final segment. Did you see Steve Stenger got out of the joint? Our former county executive over in St. Louis County. Uh, things must be going his way because between, I guess, good behavior and then a change in the sentence and all that, he is going to walk out serving a lot less time than he was originally slated for. Want to know what you think about that? Our phone lines are open, 314-436-7900. Again, 314-436-7900. Out of town, 800-925-1120. Hit me up on Twitter at George Sells. Want to know what you think coming up of Steve Stenger, former St. Louis County executive, walking pretty early out of federal prison compared to uh, what we were expecting. We'll have that for you coming up in just a moment. It's 1043 on KMOX. Work or play? KMOX is right there with you. We go where you go. Ten forty-seven on a Monday night. KMOX is at your service. I'm George Sells, with you until the top of the hour. This is our last segment together, and the phone lines are open three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. Once again, three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. You can hit us at eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty if you're a little farther out from the city or anywhere in the forty some states where you can probably hear my voice tonight. Thanks to the Skip that comes at nighttime with a 50,000-watt AM signal. And you also have the option of hitting me up on Twitter. You can catch me there, at George Sells. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we would love to hear from you, particularly on this topic. And it is county executive, former county executive, Steve Stenger. Now, we all remember the whole rigmarole that went down with him back in 2019 He was accused of and convicted of pay for play. Basically taking money in return for access, in return for favors. And he was sentenced to nearly four years in prison. He was taken to a federal prison 
in South Dakota. That's where he's been all this time. He was uh, he reported to that prison in Yankton, South Dakota, back in September of 2019. He was initially sentenced to 46 months. It's almost four years in prison for what he did. You know, you can say all the things. Malfeasance in office is another one. I think anybody who lives in St. Louis County was pretty upset with what was being done by the guy who's supposed to be serving us. So he got nearly four years in prison and my math is not very good, but I can add well enough to tell you that four years has not passed since 2019. He ended up being in there for less than half the time. And according to the St. Louis post dispatch, uh, they have sources telling them that he is now sitting in his $1.43 million home in Clayton under some semblance of house arrest as he goes through the reentry process, you know, coming back out into the world. I wonder what you think about this. Now, this happens a lot. The penal system, you know, they always have a number, like you get sentenced to one thing, but you only have to serve this much and you can get out if you behave well and don't get into any fights and don't do, don't do anything wrong. And sometimes a judge will hear an appeal and they won't vacate the sentence, but they will come back and say, yeah, you probably didn't deserve that much time. We're going to give you this instead. So this is nothing new. He is not getting any uh, special treatment. Uh, I would say beyond that, you're not going to get any special treatment from the federal government. This is, this is a federal court. So you know, he doesn't have any, you know, cronies hanging around the federal courthouse that could have made life easier on him. But he is, in fact, following the lead that you know so many others end up following, and that is he got out early. And if you are a resident of St. Louis County, I would think that you're wondering right now why this guy who really just... I mean, there, there's no way to, there's no nice way to say it. I mean, talk about taking the trust out of the administration, taking the trust out of the government that you elected. I mean, this guy, we, we voted for him twice. You know, how long did this go on and what else went on that we don't know about? And I think you can always say that in a corruption case. You can always ask that question as far as the unknown. I spent a little bit of time working as public information officer at the circuit attorney's office, and they were always very careful to make the case they knew they could make. In other words, you are going to, you might know of three or four or five other things that this person should be accused of doing, but you also might know that there is a significant challenge to proving it beyond a reasonable doubt to a jury. So for that reason, what you will often get is a situation where, okay, we probably, we think he did this, but we can prove he did this. And they go, they go after the, what we can prove. And that apparently is, is what happened here. Cause he did have that sentence reduced a little bit, uh, while he was already in that federal prison in South Dakota, the sentence was, was, you know, judge decided that there were reasons that it should be less than that original four years. Here's my other question for you. How much do you think this goes on? 
in all governments. I'm not going to, I'm not just going to single out, uh, I'm not going to single out St. Louis County government. You know, we've got the city, we have other, you know, other county governments around us. We've got state governments. We, you know, our listening area straddles two states. You folks over there in Illinois, you know, you've had your share of scandals. Rod Blagojevich, can't forget that one. Another guy who got out a little bit early. And, uh, you know, here in Missouri, Eric Greitens. There's another funny one. He, now, he never was convicted of anything, but, you know, pretty much left because it looked like he could be convicted of something. And now he's running for the United States Senate. Go figure. So how much do you think goes on that we don't know about? How much behind the scenes wheeling and dealing that lines the pockets of people who should not be lining their pockets goes on? What do you think? I mean, it really, (laughs) there are all sorts of fictional books and movies that, that get into all this stuff, but you just wonder sometimes, I mean, have we even seen the tip of the iceberg? Do we know? Will we ever know? And I don't want to sound like a, conspiracy theorist here, but I don't think I do because I've, I have known people in political circles who, you know, you you never heard anything very specific, but you got that knowing look and that sort of, you wouldn't even believe what's really happening. Now I am an optimist to a fault. Uh, I tend to find good in people until they show me there's no good to find. And all of these things, hell, maybe I'm a little bit gullible sometimes even, but I didn't want to believe that that was going on in my county government. And then Steve Stenger went on trial. Or Steve Stenger was charged anyway. And the information came out of what he was accused of doing. And that he was taking campaign contributions from people and those campaign contributions were conveniently landing them contracts and doing stuff with, with, you know, money that I spent. I I put plenty, I put plenty into the coffers of St. Louis County. A lot of you, a lot of you listening do the same thing. We all make our contributions. There's no question about that. So how frustrating is that? How frustrating is it that, the person that you put your trust in, even whether you voted for the guy or not. And I know a lot of people didn't vote for him. Those were a couple of very tight races and, you know, is what it is. But he won two elections. A lot of people, a lot of people had the wool pulled over their eyes by our friend Steve Stenger. And... Again, that those knowing looks you get from people sometimes saying you have no idea. That's just the beginning of it. I want to believe it's the beginning of the and the end of it, but you hear that sort of thing enough. And then what's the old saying? Where there's smoke, there's fire. Eh, you wonder a little bit. Hopefully, that was all it was. And Mr. Stenger, if you're listening, welcome home, I guess. But for my money, you should still be in prison. That's just what I think. You should still be doing the time. So, time to wrap it up. It is 10.56 in the evening. I want to thank you so much for 
Joining me for these last three hours as I sit in, you know, most nights are filled with Cardinal baseball, and I'm usually a listener and not a talker, and the Cards will be back with you tomorrow night. My name is George Sells. Nathan Piercy is on the buttons and wheels. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.